everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. It's a new month, so it's a new theme here on Popcorn for Dinner. And this month brings us a theme that we have been kicking around mm. internally for a while. It's it's come up in internal discussions here yes. at Popcorn for Dinner before. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Official board meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, especially once they started coming out like clockwork. And it was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, we're definitely going to have like enough to mine a month out of easily. Yeah. Uh, which makes it all the funnier that the one that we're starting with is actually fairly old. Yeah, uh, it's and, like one and of was, the OG. Yeah, and it it it's it sort of more of a like at the time it was more of a like unique novelty mm -hmm. because there weren't a billion of them at the time. Yeah. Uh, but it should be fun to do a month of and let me get it right live action Disney remakes. I will have a hard time saying that like as we're just like going and talking. I'll definitely mm -hmm. trip over that a bunch. Mm -hmm. So I might just say it real slow every time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, live action Disney remakes. Yeah. Uh, obviously a huge thing mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Seems like they're coming out every other weekend. Yeah. And uh, now there's like uproar <laughs> about characters with them. You yeah. Know. How they change things. Yeah. How they update things. How they whatever the whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Which this, is funny going back and watching one of the OGs. Yes. And seeing this, things that were changed. Yeah. I mean, this one makes it just under or not just because I guess it's another decade or so. I was I was reading about uh, after 2007, Disney was like, yeah, no more tobacco in anything ever. Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever going to use tobacco again in any of our movies. Yep. Which like. Fine, makes sense for Disney. Yeah, it's not necessarily anything like it, it, the fact that they're not going to go back and remove it from things is like, okay, yeah, so who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. The things that had it have it and whatever. Yeah. And from now on, it's like, yeah, it doesn't need to necessarily be a part of the thing. Yeah. Totally, no. totally understandable and reasonable <laughs> stance. Uh, the movie, of course, that we're talking about is the 1996 American adventure comedy film 101 Dalmatians. Of I... course, the live action remake. Yes. Uh, oh my God, the dogs. Love the dogs. Live action dogs. It's so great. I so have good. So much to say about some of these dogs. And dogs, animals, pigs, all the, the whole yes, lot. There's one dog in particular that when we get to their <laughs> shining moments, I will give them their praise at that, yes. at that time. Um, <clears throat> of course, 101 Dalmatians, if you're living under a rock. You're the only one who doesn't know about what 101 Dalmatians is. I will fully admit that I had forgotten several key elements of the story of 101 Dalmatians. And <laughs> as usual, I will paint the culprit of the like destruction of my brain and memories uh, as the Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. of the episode where uh, Santa's Little Helper and his, his bitch have two dozen and one greyhounds. Yeah. Uh, because in that story... The dogs have all the puppies. Yeah. And going into this, my dumb kid brain, like that, because I definitely have not seen these movies since I was a child. So, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever seen this live action one. I've seen 101 Dalmatians, of course. Yes, yeah, the original. Uh, yeah. But so I was like, oh man, this dog's going to have all these fucking puppies. And then when in the middle of it, they stop at like 15, I was like, okay, they changed it for live action because it's fucking grotesque for a dog to have that many fucking puppies okay i guess i get it and then i looked into it and i was like oh no that's the way the story is the whole time yeah that's how it always is they yeah. only have the 15 and the other puppies are all stranger puppies yeah totally forgot about that entire part of the plot <laughs> i was like this dog is literally gonna have 99 fucking dogs holy shit i never thought about how fucked up that is <laughs> and, then, and then it dawned on me that i'm just dumb uh, <laughs> it's okay. No one was ever showing how pregnant they were. Oh no, whether absolutely it be human not. or dog. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing. There there are parts of this movie where I was just like, this is so strange. Some of the like human drama stuff mm -hmm. where like I don't remember there being much of it in the original story. I feel like since the dogs talked. They were like, yeah, we can lean on the dog stuff to be all mm -hmm. our stuff. And the yep. people are kind of in the background mostly. Yeah. 
Uh, and then this movie is like, okay, guys, these are still just dogs. Yeah. We can't, and we're not making their mouths move and having them be like, oh, <laughs> hello there, Purdy, or any of that shit. So, like, okay, they're dogs and they bark. Yeah. We need to supplement. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's all this other stuff. Cause, yeah, I thought that moment was incredibly strange. Where I was like, somehow the nanny can just feel that this dog is pregnant. Mm. Oh, and then her too. Yeah. This is very strange. What is happening here? I don't know if I, that stuff occurred in the original story. I or feel at least like the movie. that is something. Like it, it felt very familiar. And I don't know if it's because I did see this movie. Like oh, this, this version. Yeah. Okay. Uh it's been God, probably <laughs> twenty years at least. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, it's the, been some time. <laughs> for sure. Uh did you were you like, oh yeah, that 101 Dalmatians with Hugh Laurie? Or did he come as a surprise? Were you like, oh shit, he's in this? That yes. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, I definitely didn't see it. I didn't look for his I, name. I didn't catch it at all. Yeah. So when he popped up on screen, I'm like, what? I had also forgotten that it was Jeff Daniels. Oh. Somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, but I <laughs> just blacked it out. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember because obviously I'd never seen it, but I, mm. I'm sure I had seen trailers and stuff. And oh, so yeah. like just as the movie was about to get going and it was like, and then the human person's going to show up because it's pretty quick that he shows up. It's not like mm. it's like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. But I was like, is this a Jeff Daniels picture? And then he's like immediately on screen. I was like, yeah. oh, of course it's fucking Jeff Daniels. Yeah. 90% of his role in this movie is yelling, Pongo! <laughs> out into the night or into the day or being dragged across a park or whatever yeah. he's doing. Yeah. All that nonsense, I think, was uh, <laughs> like it perfectly suiting him. Mm -hmm. He is absolutely a Disney lead guy of like yeah. some silly like Pratt falls a little bit of like mm -hmm. really broad physical comedy the whole like ah, gah, 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 as he's yeah. going down the <laughs> stairs is like you can only imagine that he's like is this too big and it's like kids they're gonna love it yeah. it's fine don't worry everyone was so big in yeah, their acting this movie was huge uh I think obviously the best part of it is Glenn Close absolutely as Cruella because yeah. Cruella well, is really the like other than the dogs. Of course, yes. But I just mean, like, Cruella is the, like, standout character of the story. Like, mm -hmm. you would be hard-pressed, I'm sure, to find someone who's like, yeah, I go to Comic-Con dressed up as Roger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't really happen. Um, so, like, speaking of Cruella, on IMDb, the way that they describe the movie makes it sound like it's her movie. Because <laughs> it's just, it, here, here's how they describe it. <clears throat> An evil high fashion designer plots to steal Dalmatian puppies in order to make an extravagant fur coat, but creates an extravagant mess instead. Like that sounds what? like she's going to cause a, a problem and then have to like work her way out of it and like yeah. figure out to like learn to love herself by the end of the movie or something like that's not this movie. She's the no. villain of the movie. What yeah. are you doing? Like she's the, Is the clear and obvious so hugely arch villain of the movie that like how do you how do you is, frame it that way is that the plot for Cruella? Yeah, for Cruella and it got mixed up in here yeah I don't know because I don't think that movie's about getting a Dalmatian skin coat you know it's like an origin story or some okay. shit I've never mm. seen it I don't oh. know but Glenn Close so good amazing so like over the top because that's really just what she is like watching mm. it now totally removed from just like childhood like oh and it's the the villain of the piece it's the bad lady she does the bad things oh my god mm -hmm. the whole the whole bit with her is so on the nose like the <laughs> name like as soon as you hear it several times in a row you're like what cruella that's just that's a name that's a mm -hmm. name someone gave mm -hmm. their child their baby girl mm -hmm. one look <laughs> at her like, yeah, cruella like, you are cruella obviously like that's it's, <laughs> yeah and that's the other thing too that threw me is like when when her car pulls up mm -hmm. and it was like okay it's d-e-v-i-l ha devil devil uh, and I was like oh yeah probably because the license plates can't fit the whole name like d-e-v-i-l-l-e -L -L -E on there Oh, wait, no, that's not her name. No. Her name is literally Devil. Yeah. It is not DeVille, and you're supposed to, like, wink, get it. Yeah. It's full on, no, her name's Devil. Yeah. <laughs> Which it was, like, that was something I also, like, if, if I ever had to write her name down, I would have <laughs> written it like a real last name. Like, you know, like DeVille, like Coop DeVille. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, this is how you do it. 
And I never would have done that because I was like, no, that's stupid. Why would it be devil? That's so on the nose. Because she's the devil. Clearly. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, she absolutely is. And really, by the end of the, the movie, like, most of my notes were either talking about, like, oh, this dog just did something adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, these other animals did something adorable. Uh, Hugh Laurie is, like, saving some of this movie by being really great. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't, just being Hugh Laurie. Yeah, really. I didn't mind the other guy who played, you know, they were horrible and Jasper, the other mm-hmm. guy, Mark Williams, mm-hmm. did not realize it until I clicked on his name that I was like, oh, fuck, he's fucking, he's Ron Weasley's dad in the Harry Potter movies. I fucking knew that. I know him I recognized from something. Him. I, haven't, I haven't looked it up, <laughs> but there's definitely something that I recognized him from other than this movie. Right, yeah. There's sort of like Home Alone style shenanigans mm-hmm. going on. Like, British Home Alone, essentially. I, I was like, honestly, uh, completely shocked and then like thought myself stupid. Like, oh, you should have fucking realized it then, you idiot. Like when it's when it got to that point of like them going around the house and like the dogs have set traps and shit and they're like mm. flinging them out windows and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is so very Home Alone. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it was a John Hughes produced movie. Yeah. Like... That's, like, on purpose, basically. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the point. Like, they were sort of to be styled after Harry and Marv. Yeah. You know? And it was like, oh, God, I guess I should have realized that. I should have been like, oh, it's going to become Home Alone because it's John Hughes. And that's what he does. Um, But that's, honestly, it's not terrible. It's a little little kiddish. Yeah. Obviously, like, the, like, double ball zapping on the electric fence. Mm Mm-hmm. Super, like, way over the top stuff, but yeah. like, it. Of course, again, it's all for kids. And when you <laughs> when you see all the like nonsense that the dogs are doing too, because it's absolutely ridiculous that these dogs have this like underground network of dogs <laughs> that they send their message across the the city to I like mean, solve crimes and stuff. Like, it's that's so... what happens in the original, though. I know. It's like, because all the dogs are yelling to each other, like, <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> dogs talk to each other like Maggie goes out on the balcony and barks Starts at other dogs. At dogs. She's trying to assemble the Avengers too. That's Mag- what I wrote. I was like, the dog Avengers uh, assemble. <laughs> like that's what's happening. Which here. are the dog Avengers are the Airedale and the Old English Sheepdog. Yes, I oh. I was sad that there wasn't any talking because I was like, I I, I don't know what to call you. You know, mm-hmm. like I had nothing in my notes to to like, you know, it would just be like the dog, the bigger dog. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not as great with just like spot seeing yeah, uh, breeds. breeds and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like uh, the big, I- the gray one, uh, the other guy, he's army crawling. I don't know. But they were all adorable. So I mistake, not mistakenly, but I just happened to have 101 notes for this episode. <laughs> and... A lot of that is due to the fact that, first of all, one of the notes is that Bulldog definitely knows. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of my favorite lines. I think that Bulldog knows what we've done. (laughs) Uh, But then I had Bulldog got the message to the parents in the park. Then one of the neighbor dogs started chiming in to help. Uh, (laughs) It's the fact that... Oh, first, first up was the Airedale. The Airedale was... Was the first one. He's the man. <laughs> he's, that, he's the one that army crawls through that hole to get on the other side of the fence, right? Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He and he is, does the he does the the charades. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> the best trained dog I have ever seen. That dog did all that shit. Oh, I believe it. It's yeah, amazing. No. Believe me, you oh. can tell when it's digital effects. Oh yeah, it's terrible. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. we got so deep into the movie. Uh-huh. All dogs. Yep. All just dog action, and I'm like, this Those is this damn is cool. Raccoons. All I could think, yes. <laughs> all I can think in my head was like, this movie must have been a fucking nightmare to make mm. with all of these animals. Like, seventy five percent of this movie includes an animal in the shot. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ, that is so much animal work. <laughs> to do on a movie but uh when those dogs go sliding down that gutter thing or whatever yeah. and all of a sudden it's like whoa 1996 cgi dalmatians what is this and yeah. it's only that sequence that really uses it mm-hmm. and then everything else again goes back to dogs and i'm like ah, i don't think that's thrilling enough yeah. you know what i mean like that wasn't thrilling enough to use that terrible yeah <laughs> cgi it's really the only true blight yeah of the like effects and like dog a tree of the movie. <laughs> I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt that like something got fucked up 
and they had to resort to, <laughs> to CGI. That. I thought you were saying give them the benefit of the doubt that like they tried their hardest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of my my just. Um, again, I had forgotten most of this movie. I only had like little bits and pieces uh still like in the back of my head so i i knew i was like okay right the dogs like make them meet because the dogs fall in love like the Mm -hmm. dogs see each other and love each other and then they like Mm -hmm. sort of almost force their owners (laughs) to meet uh the speed at which all of this stuff happens is hilarious to me the first I, yeah. like 15 minutes of this movie is completely fucking bonkers with how <laughs> these people's relationship like mm-hmm. it progresses. It is absolute nonsense. Yeah. From, <laughs> Just to from get total the dogs strangers together. Yes. to married and pregnant. <laughs> yes, it is. It is like speed run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. They each get like one quick scene before they meet mm-hmm. and then they meet and then he literally proposes marriage. Yeah. <laughs> he like accidentally proposes marriage and then they're both just like, well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, and our dogs are in love. We can't ever split them apart. Yeah, and it's the yeah, oh, I could never live with a heartbroken Dalmatian. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so sweet and whatever, but it's also like guys, Jesus. <laughs> like it's very I, I literally just wrote that down. I was like, the whole not separating the dogs thing is in, incredibly sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but proposing marriage on the spot is literal crazy person stuff. Yeah. Like, this, like, this is, oh, my God. Roommates? Like, okay. Yeah, get, keep the dogs together. Like, yeah. I mean, I know. Get like a two-bedroom flat. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> England, so they're flats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, could, I honestly <laughs> had no real place in my mind about where the movie took place until it started. And then it was like, London. Yeah. And in my, in my brain, immediately, I just heard, this story takes place in London. <laughs> uh, for some reason, that's all I could think of, because it took me by surprise. I was like, in London? What? You, oh you my forgot God. it was British? I totally forgot it was in London. I just, because I, I, whenever I think about it, I'm just like, it's just old timey. It was like the 60s or something. I don't know. Everybody looked like shit. Uh, it, you know, it's like it looked like everything in that movie, in my child's mind, in my brain right now, everyone in 101 Dalmatians looks homeless. <laughs> like most of the characters look terrible and shabby. I might just be thinking of the burglars, but that might be all I can remember. Yeah, Other than Cruella, obviously, but she also kind of looks a little homeless. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that she I found mean, that coat. <laughs> uh Roger was definitely a sweater vest guy, I feel. Mm, okay. With yeah, like I a, mean, it sounds, a collared shirt underneath. Yeah, like an animated Jeff Daniels. I get you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you're, uh that's why they cast him, sir. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like in my head, I feel like the movie, even though it was made in 1961, takes place in like the 30s, like in like a depression <laughs> or something. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, and and the story progressing so quickly into like what the crux of this movie is, which like, man, it is wild to me that this story endures. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's an old book that was then made into a movie in the 60s. And the idea that it's like, yeah, we're all still cool with the whole like crazy lady who wants to skin a bunch of innocent puppies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the plot of a movie like a kid's movie. Like it, it seems kind of wild that we were still like, no, yeah, this is, this is great. Yeah, it's wonderful. Like because like even though I agree with Glenn Close who apparently like really fought to keep a lot of the lines of dialogue from the original movie that they were kind of trying to like soften the edges mm-hmm. at first. And she's like, no, 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 no. I need to like, she needs to be the villain. Like she need if she's not making reference to like, I don't care, poison them, drown them. I don't care. You know, if, if she's softened, then she's not really the villain that she's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I definitely totally agree with that. Still really fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> that that mm-hmm. is like the basis of this movie is that like, oh, yeah, all these adorable puppies that we all just watched the love story of their parents getting together and having them and then even one of them almost dying but not mm-hmm. th- their death is what this movie hinges on their violent death. 
Uh-huh. For nothing. Oh, senseless, violent death. <laughs> senseless, yes. Violent. Not necessarily depends on who's doing it. Uh, the death wouldn't be violent, but the fact that their skins would be taken is what makes it so violent. Like, there's violence yeah. regardless, yeah, no matter how true. the how they actually go out. So it's just, it really is fucked up. You probably you know? can't peel them like a fruit roll-up. Probably not. You don't just pop them off. Like, oh. <laughs> came off like a banana peel. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, I'm so glad I don't like uh, bananas. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> but uh, it, it's it still just strikes me as like, oh man, it's it's fucking crazy. But what really strikes me in this movie, uh, Anita is her name, right? Mm -hmm. Roger and Anita. Yes. Her naivety towards everything Cruella is. Yeah. Is infuriating. Uh -huh. <laughs> she seems, uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a way that doesn't sound insulting, but there's just like something <laughs> to her where it's like, have you not like experienced deception or like, are you like those <laughs> aliens from <laughs> Galaxy Quest who are like, oh, you speak of deception and lies? Like, you don't quite get it because, like, mm -hmm. the fact that the first scene we see of her and Corella is like, oh, look, I made a drawing that looks like my dog's skin, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like a fur made of my dog's coat because I love my dog. And I work in this fashion industry, so my of course they would everything would come together. Not thinking for a second about how fucked up that is, and also just knowing Cruella yeah. and being like, "You're gonna show this to her." That's gonna like, be like, imagine, imagine, even if you have nothing to do with it, imagine that you're just like, okay, yeah, and you're Anita, and you go home to your dog every night, and everything's perfectly fine, and then one day Cruella shows up in one, and you're like, I know exactly what happened. Yeah. I influenced you to go kill some Dalmatians to get a fucking fur. Oh, my God. Like, how yeah. do you not see that that's what's going to happen? <laughs> Don't, like, you know, because she doesn't even say, like, oh, it would be wonderful as a fake fur or, like, mm -hmm. as a, as a, I don't even know what they call it. There, there's a special word for it, I'm sure, where it's not actual I mean, fur, but just, you know. Faux. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a faux <laughs> sort of thing or anything like that. She's just like, yeah, wouldn't it look really good? And she's like, yeah, I would be wearing your dogs. And like <laughs> laughing like a maniac. And Anita's just like, okay. And doesn't register yeah. <laughs> what a psychopath her boss is. Mm -hmm. uh, and then later when they when it takes them a while to be like, my drawing, where's my drawing? I think this is what happened to the puppies. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I'm like, you're this far. You're. Th it's been this long since the dogs are gone, and you have not gone. Cruella Deville. Yeah. My boss. She <laughs> took them because a day ago she burst into my house unannounced, demanded the puppies, yeah. <laughs> tried to buy them from me, and then when we refused, fired me. Yeah. She has a hell of a wrongful termination lawsuit. Mm -hmm. As long as the British don't do that in a stupid way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> I have no idea what their laws are like regarding that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you would think that she could be like, so, yeah, she wanted to buy my dogs. And when I refused, she fired me. I don't think that's rightful termination. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have a case here. Because um, Cruella is off her rocker. Mm -hmm. Like, watching it now as an adult and not just as, like, bad woman wants puppies. Ah, you know, like, like seeing her show up to her business and everything. Like, is this is this what she is in the original one too? Is she a like fashion magnate? Mm -hmm. She is. Yeah. God, that just makes it so crazy to me. Because for one, one of my first notes was uh, the Deville wears Prada. Because it was, like, so much like that. And then I was yeah. like, oh, shit, this was way before. Yeah. That's hysterical to me. You know, obviously, yes, she's just uh, driven by whatever is inside of her to <laughs> want to skin priceless animals. Like, her walking and talking with that tiger skin <laughs> was a little disturbing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, making it talk uh -huh. and stuff was just like, man, like, I, I can see how there's this sort of... The, like a like a hint of message like not not a huge thing just like you know like a like hint of lime chips <laughs> where you know at the start they're like oh this endangered tiger got fucking skinned in a zoo uh -huh. like holy shit that's the opening of a horror movie mm -hmm. the news report about skinned tigers <laughs> jesus yeah uh, <laughs> but then like roger's reading the newspaper about it and shit and he's like oh man it's a tough one for animal kind today pongo 
And it's like makes me wonder man. if any animal is safe. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, that is like the obvious setup of the story, Come but it's on. but it is also yeah, very much like overreaction <laughs> to the whole thing. Um <clears throat> it seems like there's a little bit of a like, "Hey man, respect this shit." And that's why all the animals kicking her ass at the end is so like, yeah, she never cared. She's such a such a animal murdering jerk that, you know, the animals getting <laughs> mm-hmm. back at her and like kicking her through shit and all that stuff is like her getting her comeuppance, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when she is crawling around that barn and getting like kicked by pigs. Like, no, she didn't get kicked or, by a pig. She got it, a pig. Oh, yeah, the she pig had fell a, on her. Yeah. Yeah. A, a pot belly. Full grown big old yeah, pot belly. Gigantic pig. Dropped. <laughs> From the hayloft, <laughs> she should have onto died. that woman. Several people should have died at several different times. In this I mean, movie. crush injuries at least. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, and then falling into molasses and then falling into <laughs> hay and mud and all that junk. Her, her trying to climb out of the molasses bed is never not funny. <laughs> it's. Like, I was reading that that's her. Hundred percent, because she was like, I it needs to. I need to do the molasses stunt myself. It can't be. Yeah. A stunt person, like it needs to be a performance of Cruella. Yeah, like it can't just be some stunt lady doing it. Yeah. Um, but like just seeing her go through all of this, and then remembering like the beginning of the movie where she is, you know, essentially Meryl Streep and Devil Wears Prada, and mm. you're like, you are throwing all of it away for this. Yeah. Here in this barn, trying to like bludgeon puppies <laughs> to get your skins. Like, this is not a well woman. No. You know, like this, she is, she is damaged. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, maybe the, maybe the prequel, maybe the, 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 the reboot, whatever it is. Yeah. Goes into that a little bit more, but like watching it now is like, she, that, yeah, there's no like, there's no like rational villain explanation where it's like, I have a reason for doing what I do. But, you know, my methods are so evil that, you know, you can't yeah, you can't no. possibly take my side. So yeah. you got to kill me anyway. But in this case, no, it's just like I want them dead and I will risk life and limb and wealth mm-hmm. and all that shit just to get these fucking puppies. <laughs> like, yep. Terrifying. And all apparently just because of Anita's sketch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anita did this to her. It somehow broke her brain. Yeah. The like, I need to get dog skin, which is like, how has this not come to you before? Like, if, like, if you go to the extent of like, I'm assuming she had that lion murdered. It's not like the lion got murdered and then it was on the market and she's like, oh, I'll buy it. Yeah. No, like, that she was... sent someone to murder that lion to I'm, get that lion pelt. I'm assuming she sent Skinner. Yes. He seems uh, like the only one capable. He's he's in the old story, too? I believe so. Okay, because I couldn't remember I that. Don't... I was like, is it just the dumb idiots who are supposed to, like, do the job? And Because I, I just didn't recall any, like, and then we called in the other guy. But then again, I don't remember much of it. I never understood why it was these two idiots that she hires. You know what I mean? Like, they're so <laughs> dumb. I don't get it. It's not like there's, like, some, like, oh, it's my brother-in-law or something where it's, like, yeah. he needs a job, so I'll have him do it. Or something where, <laughs> like, her hands are tied and it has to be them. Like, you can't get anybody more, <laughs> like, qualified for this. Like, I don't recall because, like, they – what's their first – how do they show up in the movie? I forget what their first entrance to the movie is. Because I just wrote, Hugh Laurie, <laughs> with an exclamation point. <laughs> and then, these two will be the idiots stealing Dalmatians for Skinner here. So I guess, oh yeah, they show up to Skinner. Mm-hmm. And then they do the whole like, oh, look up- at that scar on his throat. Oh my God. That whole bit there. Yeah. Uh, which is so funny to me is that, again, with all the talk of skinning animals and wounds and all of these sorts of <laughs> nasty things apparently they originally wanted to have Hugh Laurie punch him out on screen but that was too violent so huh. they had that's why he's like oh hold on a sec and closes the door and then punches him out and you only hear it so that you don't see it because it's too violent apparently <laughs> I guess a human inflicting something on another human is yeah, too much an too... animal can fuck with you all they want you can dip your balls onto an electric fence all you want. Uh-huh. Uh, all that sort of junk. But apparently a human on human stuff is too much. But you could talk about skinning and drowning puppies all you like. Yeah. <laughs> that, mm. that, that shit just flies over kids' heads, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, they, I don't think there's really ever anything given. It's just like, yeah, they're hired to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the movie... I mean, I'm sure this movie couldn't possibly get away with the idea of like, it's there's... 
we don't know who hired these guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a reveal later that it's Cruella. Uh, (laughs) So, like, the fact that they don't really explain themselves, they're just like, yeah, we're here, and we're going to go do it, and we're going to get them and steal the puppies from the old lady Mm -hmm. and (laughs) put them in a sack, and the bulldog's going to see us. That's going to put a hinge in our plans, (laughs) (laughs) which is so great because, like, I'm sure that's what happens. I'm sure that in in the original cartoon, it's like while they're leaving with the puppies, one of the town dogs sees what happens and is mm-hmm. like, oh, I need mm-hmm. to alert Pongo. And they go and they do it. Mm-hmm. But in this case, since it's a movie with live action and they're just dogs, like I loved that reaction to it because it's so sort of absurd, but it is exactly what's happening. Yeah. The whole like, I think that bulldog knows what we've done. Like, that's hysterical. Like, yeah. that's something I would love for a character in a regular movie to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they, like, just got finished robbing something and they come face to face with, like, a dog at, at a window. And they're like, oh, my God, I think that dog knows what we did. Like, There's no way that dog knows what we did. Like, no, I think he does. I swear to God, he does. But, like, in this case, that's just the movie telling the audience that, like, yes, that dog recognized what they did mm-hmm. now knows that's why he is going to go barking around yeah. and sending the message around. Yeah. Sort of a little bit of like a, a hilarious, like we got to plot around the fact that there's a big <laughs> chunk of the original movie that is dependent on these dogs speaking to each other. <laughs> and in this movie, it has to be all barks. Yeah. <laughs> all barks and facial expressions the best we can get out of these dogs. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like they did any like CGI trickery with like dog faces or stuff. You know, they didn't like give them like like looks or stuff. They did they uh, they definitely added not dog noises. Like the one dog that laughs. Yeah. That's like that wasn't a dog noise. That was yeah. somebody going like just yeah. to make it happen or whatever. But like I don't think there, they made the dogs do stuff. There were at least one or two instances of some like added eye expression. Okay. But not a whole lot. Yeah. It wasn't like they were like constantly like bing. Like yeah. winking at each other or like, or like smiling. Yeah, yeah. Or like they're like, yeah. and there was that one bit right towards the end when he's showing off his new video game that's barely a video game. Mm-hmm. And Corella comes on screen and they do the like ears go up. Yeah. But it's clearly the like, they. I, I think they have just something attached to that dog's ears. Yeah. And they're just like pulling them up to make it happen. Like that's fully practical, but also kind of like, Jesus, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's worth it <laughs> to do I this mean, to this dog? You can uh, just scotch tape. Yeah, I just it's more so just like how silly it looks that it's like, man, I, I thought it's, we were past this, people. I it's nineteen ninety six. The kids love it. <laughs> do they? I felt like it was tired in the eighties to do the like silly kind of like, oh, and then a crit like like in the kids' movies where like someone will be like, whoa, and their like hat flies off or something. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What is this? Like I thought we as a people were past this. I apparently not yet <laughs> as of this movie. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> most of the great like slapstickery comes from Hugh Laurie uh and uh and what's his face? Mark Williams like getting getting dunked on by a bunch of puppies <laughs> and other dogs and stuff. Um him like I thought he froze to death. <laughs> Me too. In that bit and I was yep. like that's dark. Yeah. And then they just come back. He's like, nah, he's fine now. He's yeah, just he's really just cold. cold and he still kind cold. of blue. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, he should be mm-hmm. dead. But yeah, okay, so I had the chain when Pongo got, went up to the roof to start shouting <laughs> at, like, all of the dogs in the city. Right. The dog on the boat hears him first. <laughs> right, right. Boat dog gets a little terrier. And then the terrier gets the little mutt that's in the window. The mutt in the window gets like a big group of like the the edge of the city, and then the border collie hears that. The horse hears the border collie. <laughs> right, the horse is involved. And when then, it started going, that my notes started kicking, and then I was like, "Oh fuck!" Even the like pigs and birds and shit are mm-hmm, in on this. Mm-hmm. The horse <laughs> wakes up the old English sheepdog, <laughs> and then he gets all of the farm animals and the the raccoons and the crows. <laughs> Uh, and then the Airedale that was following the van of puppies uh-huh. with the puppies in it yeah, yeah. hears the sheepdog barking. <laughs> so then the Airedale shows up and tells the sheepdog what happens. That was yeah, when that he, was the oh pantomime scene where he's like, "Oh, the crawls bag. Yeah, into crawls the bag. In the bag and then, <laughs> and starts crying." 
and then throws the bag over his shoulder and like hops away with it. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So perfectly executed. <laughs> that dog is amazing. Yeah. Major kudos to whomever the dog trainer was. Dog trainers on this whole movie, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Because they uh, they were re- like they nailed right it. away at the beginning when Pongo's getting Roger's day ready, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where it's like it's not simply a series of shots of like, and then we set the shot up and the dog walks over and whacks the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we set a whole nother setup and we have the dog walk in and like bump into a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a bit where it's like he has to come in, he has to do a thing, he has to change direction while the camera comes back and then he has to go around and whack the the shower thing to turn it on and stuff like he has a whole big set of movements while like he has marks to hit mm-hmm. while the camera is moving like these are professional fucking dogs yeah and they amazing. are really fucking good at it i wrote down i was like dude this dog love story is better than most human love stories in movies i've seen recently right like legitimately just them two like a hugging on each other and like laying on oh each other God, so, so sweet so fucking yeah cute. like i know that there was apparently like five or six dogs for each dog mm-hmm. you know like it's not just one dog for each of them the whole movie but yeah. it, it they're all great and it comes across as like it's it's done well oh yeah where like they take all the takes they put it all together and it makes this like sort of believable dog couple yeah <laughs> where like even though again you can't really get their personalities like you can from the original movie but yeah. it's like you you get it enough you know yeah. like the fact that the fact that they both drag their owners into the lake or into the mm-hmm. pond or whatever like i forget if that exactly happens i'm I, like i feel like i remember pongo dragging roger around i don't recall if the other thing happens where purdy drags anita in as well no i think just roger gets dragged in i believe and then they they have the whole scene where they get wrapped up yeah together by the leashes. Yeah, it's just there's something great about like, oh, and Purdy's also kind of crazy too. Yeah. Like we'll also drag people around <laughs> to yes. get what she wants. Equally uh, not bar. <laughs> totally. It felt like they wanted to do a like, hold on, we gotta do the like, mm, these two will never work before we get into their relationship. So they have to do the like Pongo gets away, and then he goes and he sits near Anita, mm-hmm. who's playing with Purdy, and then he sees Purdy and thinks it's Pongo yeah. and takes the dog and then she's like unhand my dog and <laughs> whacks him with a goddamn purse with a brick in it. Three. <laughs> Three bricks in it uh, to get the dog back because he did not check to see if it was his dog. He just assumed the Dalmatian in the park was his which is like okay I mean yeah. I guess they're not that common. It's not like there's one on every block. Yeah. But like still check that it's your dog. What do you right? think you would want to know? Bare minimum check the gender. Yeah seriously. Also, it just seemed weird. Like, it didn't seem like Pongo was hiding. He was just sort of sitting next to her. So when he's walking up, I'm like, okay, he can see that that's his dog over there, right? And then he doesn't notice for most of the scene. And I'm like, Roger, Roger, he's right there. Your dog (laughs) is right there. But then he's like a kind of a dick to her. Yeah. Through the rest of the scene. Like, oh, yeah, okay, well, uh, all right, yeah, whatever. Like, he's very dismissive of it and everything. And it's like, guys. We know where this is going. Mm-hmm. We can just have it be a meet cute into relationship. We don't need to have the like stumbling block of like, oh, she also bricked him yeah. and he didn't really <laughs> like it very much. So their first meeting didn't go that well. Yeah. Uh, they had to meet up again. <laughs> but the dogs. Oh, Perfect. Every single dog. Mm-hmm. All, like, even the puppies. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, it, it's th- that the bit where the one almost dies when they're having the puppies. Mm-hmm happens in the original movie too Mm -hmm. okay i definitely didn't quite remember it and i thought it was a little macabre but that's (laughs) you know like again for a kid's movie kind of thing the dogs and the people don't talk to each other in the old one right (laughs) it's like the dogs talk to each other and the people talk to each other but it's not like, hey, Pongo. And he's like, yeah, what's up, Roger? And he's like, look, I need to do something. No. They don't, they don't have conversations. No, as far as the people know, the dogs are barking. Right. So, like, in that scene, do the dogs have an actual reaction to the puppy thing? They're like, oh, it might not make it. Or, like, are Pongo and Purdy like, oh, God, no, what's happening? I don't recall at all. Well, it was the same situation where the puppy was brought out to Roger to and Roger Pongo. Roger and Pongo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it was so strange for it to be like, oh, God, this really, you know, emotional moment mm-hmm. for, despite the fact that he seems very smart, still like a dog. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, did does he get it though? Does he know like what's <laughs> what's he occurred does. here? Yeah. And like obviously, yes, he does. But it, it not being a speaking character yeah. it's more just like the it's, dog yeah it's harder to it's harder for dogs to portray that they understand yes because like the way he's just looking up at him he's just like what's up master and he's like oh god oh i have to break this to him and he's like what's up everything's cool right all the dogs all the puppies and he's like oh oh god but then he just wakes up he's good yeah what, what struck me i was reading because again i don't remember the original movie that well but apparently the original movie does not specify that the puppy named Lucky is the puppy that almost dies. This movie very specifically is like, hey, you survived. You should call it Lucky. Mm-hmm. And then apparently in the other one, there's just a dog that almost dies. And they're like, oh, thank God he didn't. And yeah. then they put him back with the rest of them. And then later they're like, and that one's named Lucky. And it's not specific that like because he's the one, yeah. there's just a dog named Lucky there. Which is like, okay, that's great. And then later, obviously, that gives you that emotional connection mm-hmm. when he's left behind mm-hmm. uh, in the midst of all that chaos at the end. I definitely wrote down like, no, oh, lucky, no, like, wait, where are you left behind? I did get a little confused at times because, you know, they're dogs. Yeah. And you can't really tell them apart. And there was a point where I was like, oh, great. He got out. He got with the dog and they're out. Great. And then they come back and they're like, oh, no, he's still there. Yeah. No, Lucky's Lucky's still left behind. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wait, hold on. Didn't we just do the whole escape? Yeah. (laughs) We saw the whole sequence. He got out, right? But he did not. Um, I was wondering, like, what happened there? Because, like, all the dogs escape, and then they cut to him, and it's like, what? he was asleep? Yeah, he slept He literally he fell asleep, and he slept through the escape? Like, that doesn't seem why possible. Didn't, like, Why didn't anyone wake him up? Yeah, really, that was the thing. Like, at, uh, there was a moment of, like, oh, no, because he's deaf. Wait, no, he's not deaf. Like, I mean, it just, my mind immediately filled a blank. Yeah. You know, where it was like, that would happen if, yeah, because, wait, no. <laughs> Hold on. The movie <laughs> did not tell me this. Yeah. Hold I on. Mean, wait a second. He could be. Yeah. His near-death experience left him missing one sense. It's possible. But he has a sixth sense of love. I mean, it's a thing in dogs. Deafness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More common in white dogs. That's so strange. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> the mysteries of the universe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely, I, 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 there were several moments in this movie where I like teared up a little bit or, you know, got a little bit like, oh man, cause it's like, cause, oh. man, cause it's dogs, oh, man. man. It's dogs, it's dogs. When, and then reuniting and curls up in the puppy basket. Oh yeah. Full right. on tears. Yeah. That was, I that was very, could very not sad. Hold it like, oh, any longer. On, like, God, oh, this is the most heartbreaking thing I have watched in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's definitely, uh, it works, mm-hmm. you know, obviously as a dog person, it definitely works. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole ending bit had that like wonderful, like well of welling of tears moment the mm-hmm. whole like okay let, here you go here's all the puppies yeah. despite how absolutely insane that entire thing is yeah like the fact that they they round up all the criminals because they're basically all idiots and get themselves caught yeah the dogs kind of barely do anything like they they hide and the farm animals do a lot of the dirty work yeah <laughs> to like help corral the bad guys and Those the puppies sheep- those yeah. sheep are bros yeah, too, sheep hiding are M- all of the puppies. Totally. That was a wonderful Brilliant little Brilliant move by the sheepdog. <laughs> that mouse that points with his tail. Yeah. We're like, yo, over there, bro. Like, yeah. everybody, oh everybody's God. a total bro in and this And then movie. there was the bird that showed, <laughs> I think, the Airedale to oh, the to, hole yeah, in the... Yeah, to army crawl underneath and stuff. Well, the hole in the electric fence, too. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, also, the woodpecker... Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. distracting them with the with the front door bit and everything that was wonderful. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so like the raccoons fucking with the car. <laughs> yes, I wrote down. I was like, these fucking like Muppet raccoons are a real uh, eyesore, man. They are mm-hmm. terrifying. They are monstrous. <laughs> the skunk was no me, better. Yeah, it reminded me of the raccoon from uh, Harold and Kumar. That gets into their car, and it's like I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same raccoon. They just had it on, a, on in a back room somewhere at some studio, and they just fucking were like, "Oh yeah, we got one of those old raccoons from yeah. 101 Dalmatians. You want to throw that in the car?" Totally. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so that's all like well and good. Like, oh yeah, all the bad guys get themselves caught in one way or another, and then they all get skunked and shit. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's like, okay, so the cops are on the on the case. 
You know, they're trying to figure it out. Eventually, they figure out that it's fucking Corella. My favorite line from her was, suspicions are mounting. And I wrote, <laughs> you are the only suspect. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> suspicions are mounting. The moment it happened, you were the prime suspect. Yeah. They don't mount <laughs> further than that. But like, okay, yeah, she gets herself caught. They all get skunked. The cops are going to try to help find the puppies. I loved that at the end that it's like, apparently they're all just driving around town looking for puppies. Yeah. Like the shots of the cars of cops are literally them like craning their necks and like, oh, any puppies yeah. over there? Uh-oh. Yeah. Like that's what your whole police force is doing today. <laughs> it's just driving around looking for Dalmatians. Like people can just call. Just yeah. put out an alert. Yeah. Be like, hey, if you find stray Dalmatians, give us a call. Yeah. Like. It's, you, it's you can 96. This. You can you can put something on the news. <laughs> yeah, really. Like fairly easily get people to you know help you with this Dalmatian thing. Yeah. Very silly that they're all just driving around. But <laughs> even sillier though is the fact that they like have all of them. They get the count finally when they when the when Lucky shows up with the the Airedale. Yeah, with the Airedale at the end to be like, oh, one hundred and one Dalmatians. Like title drop right yeah. there at the end, and it's like, okay, so there are ninety nine. Dalmatian puppies. Mm -hmm. Some of them seemingly at different, you know, ages. Di yeah, different mm -hmm. ages. It's not mm -hmm. all their litter, so it's not like they're all going to grow the exact same rate. Like some of them are already a little bigger. Like uh -huh. all sorts of fucking puppies. Uh -huh. And the two adults. That's what I thought was funny is that they included their dogs in the list of them, where it was like, well, they, oh, well, because they left to go do this. They weren't a part of it. They weren't kidnapped by anybody. They left. Mm -hmm. And saved all of them. Yeah, they're but, not part of the hostages. No, but they were all they. That was in the count of Dalmatians that were picked up by the police. Yeah, because nobody knows that the dogs are doing anything. They're just like the dogs ran away and now they're here. Yeah, they didn't do this. <laughs> they just happened to find each other. Yeah, but it's the fact that they're like, oh man, what's gonna happen with all these puppies? And the cops like, yeah, I mean, fuck, there's a lot of puppies. They're probably just gonna go to the pound, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then Jeff Daniels, like, looks over at her and she's like, oh, no, absolutely not. No way. There's no way. And it's like, okay, obviously, yes. Yeah. They're going to get the puppies. 101 Dalmatians, totally. And at the end, way more than that, apparently. Yeah. That final shot of their, like, compound of Dalmatians is insane. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's unruly. I don't know how yeah. you keep track of this. Like, those dogs must police themselves. Yeah. There must be their own society that lives outside where it's like we and they coexist. They are no longer our pets. Yeah. <laughs> this like is the only, world. Only the two OGs. <laughs> yes. They live in the house. They are royalty. They they yeah. live here. All the rest of the puppies fend for themselves. The They've 15 created a society. initial litter that, you know, they could tell because of the collars that they had. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they became the council. To oversee the world exactly <laughs> it becomes its own little YA uh -huh. <laughs> story going on in their backyard. But like, it's the fact that like, okay, yes, they're gonna get these puppies, obviously. Mm -hmm. Not right now, guys. Yeah. That was so funny that they were just like, oh, so you agree? You're gonna take these puppies? They're gonna become your puppies? <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, like we just discussed. We get a bigger place. We get space for them, and they're just like, all right, unload them now. Yeah, it's just hire you your puppies, and they all just start running into the house, and it's complete nonsense. And yeah. the fact that it's like, in this world, this, this cop was like, are you fucking kidding me? These people are going to take all this shit off my hands, and I don't got to do any, like, paperwork or book these fucking dogs anywhere or, like, find a place for them? Yeah. You're going to take them all right now. You swear. No take backs. <laughs> and they're like, I guess, yeah, we'll take them. Like, fucking go. Get them out of here. Get it the fuck out of my car. <laughs> like, that, that's what I imagine was going on in that guy's brain. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. I can this can just be over? Like, in, like, an hour, I can just be, like, headed to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> Just to have a beer. I'm not doing paperwork or driving cars or having dogs shit in the back seat or anything like that. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. These people are saints. <laughs> they really are. It, yes, they, obviously. They should spay and neuter their dogs. Uh -huh. Yeah. But. Definitely. <laughs> their saints were taking in all of those yeah, puppies that were not. fucking puppies. Theirs. Well, totally. 15 of them were theirs well, already. Right. But. The other <laughs> whole buttload 74. of puppies. Yeah, tons of them. Um, 84? It, yes, 84. <laughs> stupid, I can math. Stupid brain math. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't quite know how much more I have to say. 
I mean, truthfully, I could keep going <laughs> and going for probably a, another hour just by myself <laughs> talking about this movie and how amazing the dogs are. Um, but I will refrain. I, I'll <laughs> restrain myself. I will say that I <laughs> I couldn't help but think that uh, that farmer is going to be furious when he finds out what happened in his barn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like in the, in the old movie, I can only assume that these like farm animals or whatever that are helping them are like, yeah, come up, we'll help. Or like, mm -hmm. you know, they're very like, this is our place and we'll use it to help you. Yeah. But in this case, it's like, yeah, they're just animals. This is some guy's barn. Uh -huh. Like he's going to come out there <laughs> in yeah. the morning and be like, I mean, not even in the morning. Like that night, assumedly. Well, yeah, when all the cops show up. And... Yeah, to arrest Corilla. Yeah. <laughs> covered in molasses and everything. I, mean, I don't know how the newspaper got that picture of her. That happened far too late to be included in the early edition. <laughs> <laughs> that was insane to me when fucking Roger picks up the paper that morning yeah. showing Corilla being arrested like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> it's like, wait, hold Wait a minute. I don't think that's physically possible. <laughs> that was hysterical to me. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think it might be about that time to wrap it up here uh, for the first week of live action Disney remakes. Uh, yeah, super excited. It's a fun way to rewatch a movie I've seen before mm -hmm. without just rewatching the movie that I've seen before. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I wish there were more options of that in the world. You know what I mean? Like, it would be so much fun if there was like an animated version of Air Force One, you know, just to, like just to <laughs> pop on when, you, when you're feeling like you'd rather watch that, this version or something, you know? That like, would be like a, a rated R. Yeah. It would be super, it oh, would be killer. It would be amazing. Uh, I would watch the crap out of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there is something to be said. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much I appreciate the wasting of like, millions of dollars and man hours and you know all the special effects companies that make all this shit and then go out of business and nobody gets paid and all that kind of nonsense for all these all these live action remakes of these movies like oh man like i don't know if they're worth all that yeah but at the very least it's fun to see a different version of something you've seen i don't know i'll, I'll always kind of enjoy that yeah, and I I also kind of hate how much of a rube that makes me. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's kind of basically the same thing, like, but it's a little different, right? And yeah. they're like, yeah, it's a little different. Like, all right, well, I gotta check this out. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, I'm a total rube that way. But um, <laughs> this is Jeff and Kelly. I don't think he wanted to do that. 